You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The Jordan Hare Stadium time. Oh, sorry, Chief. You wanted the Auburn Arena time. Yeah. Is 8:44 p.m. Yeah. I am Ryan S. Starrett. At Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. The S stands for. Again, do you guys know what the S actually stands for? Sean? No. Legally? No. Okay. Steven? Samuel? Should I keep it a secret or should I? Shaq. It's definitely Shaquille. Yes, stands for yes. Shaq. That's Shaquille. it. Shaquille. That's what it should be. Ryan, Ryan Shaquille Starrett. Starrett. Uh, I am RSS. the host. RSS. Drew is not with us tonight. Uh, Son of Crow. Uh, on one side of me is the AU Chief. Uh, Chief, how you doing tonight? Uh, trying to process all this <laughs> info. It's Got a little bit to think today. about, huh? Yeah. Uh, on the other side of me, we have a guest, uh, recurring guest, not the first time, at James Jones. How you doing, James? I'm saddened to report on the death of uh, Debo. Oh, I thought I saw that. Yeah. That is... is this where we do the bit where you tell me who Debo is? Or... Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. <sighs> I said the bit. <laughs> I Ryan, have you been, have you seen Friday the movie? No comment. Oh God! All right, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Let <laughs> let everyone on the internet silently judge you, like they don't already. That's, true. <laughs> That's very true. Oh uh, man. Well, let's talk about the good stuff first. Uh, let's talk about Justin Powell. Yeah, uh, buddy. Making his home debut in Auburn Arena. Uh, just putting up a casual, what, 26 points, nine assists, four rebounds. You know, first game starting. You know, it's pretty wild. You know, number one player in Kentucky, but Kentucky didn't really want him. So it has <laughs> happened before. God, he, was, he was so close to a double double. I wanted him to get a double double so bad. Well, Remember, they didn't give him the assist on that one where he was falling to the ground and just batted it towards the yeah, middle. Yeah, it's it's because he dribbled after he got the ball, I think. Right, yeah. So. Or, I mean, do you, do you have to have possession for it to be an assist? Because I don't know if he ever did. It's like, the, it's, like, it's like a catch? I don't know. I don't know. If it's a pass, a pass is a pass. Um, but you can't – if you dribble more than twice, I think. Right. It, it uh, doesn't count as an assist. The the college rules are very poor yeah. counting for for assists, whereas the NBA rules, if you could you could pass it to a guy and he dribbles four or five times, they'll count it. Yeah. Well, because stats are more fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just build, build statute up. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was finally a good game. Like, it's easy to say, you know, against South Alabama, they were they're not a good team. I mean, they're like mid two hundreds in Ken Palm. Yeah. Um, but it finally felt like the offense was working. People were making shots, sometimes making free throws. Um, 
you know, like I said, South Alabama was not really Gonzaga, so it's easy to feel good about it. Yeah, I, um, I, I, but I think we needed yeah, that as a fan base. I think we make those shots against whoever we play that night. Like yeah. we were just on, and and the reason it was close is they had a really good player in that in that Flowers guy. Um, yeah, for a while he had half of their points. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he was, he was just a really good player. Um, I'm not sure how he ended up at South and not somewhere else. Although I want to say he was a transfer in. He was transfer from Western Michigan. If I remember right. Yeah. Maybe he just likes, he maybe just likes directions. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. He loves beautiful Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) It's possible he's from there. Compared to Kalamazoo, uh, Mobile's pretty nice. He's. He's from Detroit, if I remember them saying, uh, or if I remember the broadcast hey, right. That's so. my boss from Detroit. Lives in Mobile. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> He's not pipeline. Uh, I mean, this it was a frustrating thing that we have to start Justin Powell at point guard. Uh, yes. One because I think we all hoped that second year uh, Turbo would kind of own that role even if he wasn't a primary scorer you know he could be an effective passer and limit turnovers and kind of facilitate and that that wasn't really the case in the first couple games i mean he he's really struggled so far Mm -hmm. Uh, so enter justin powell um and he's even if he's gonna make some mistakes as a point guard because he's not a natural point guard um he's he's a really good shooter (laughs) Well, I, I think yeah. the bottom line here is that uh, Justin Powell and Coach Bruce Pearl are listeners to the pod, I think is what what happened here. Well, if they were listening to the pod, I think uh, Jalen will be playing the point. Oh, he did have a yes, pretty sir. sweet... Uh, <laughs> he tried. A, a pretty sweet uh, assist, remember? And he had he was tied for, the, tied for second on the team in assist with four, along so, with JT Thor. The two point forwards. Yeah, because they're, you know, they really, the two of them look like the prototypical Bruce Pearl players. Yeah. And then you have somebody like Justin Powell, who kind of serves the role of, uh, was it Bradshaw? Terry? No, the, Oh God, names his name's leaving my. Uh, but Stephen served that role too of kind of the. You you kind of look at him and it's a, a you know an annoying, looking white guy with a funny haircut. But they like kill him. They then they're then they're absolutely killing you, and that's what Powell was. I mean, his, the advanced numbers on him are absolutely insane from that yeah. game. And and when you shoot seven of nine from three, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. How does an offensive rating of 214 sound for you? Um, that's okay. <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I, um, I, I was just really happy to, to see him unleashed like that. Um, that and, and really, honestly, he, he was sort of the spark that kept every, everything going. Um, when we needed a shot to fall because we were hitting a slump, he took one and it, it landed. Um, well, and Bruce had that quote before the game that you know I think everybody was kind of already saying to themselves was that he needs to just be shooting. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, just because you're playing point guard doesn't mean you need to be passing it up, you know. Right. 
even, even though it's your fourth game as a freshman, you're obviously one of the best shooters on the team. You're going to have to take that role. And, and I think, I think that was really what Bruce had to work with him on was that he was taking on a new role. Not only was a freshman, he's playing a position that he really doesn't play and he's not going to be as comfortable with that and, and probably overthinking pretty much everything he was doing out there. Um, just, oh, and you know, he had an ACL injury a year ago. So yeah, sure. he hasn't really played basketball in two years, right? Yeah. Um, I think he played some, you know, AAU basketball his junior year, but he didn't play high school basketball his junior or senior year. I mean, so. if he wasn't, I hate to just, we talk about him being a white dude all the time, uh, I guess, or people do, but if he wasn't a white dude out there, he's, and he's a six, six dude, just shooting like that. Like people would be, he'd be on some, some ESPN lists right now, probably. Um, well, who did, uh, who did Crow cop him to? Um, Ray Allen, Clay Clay Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Is it still a jinx if we do it for him though? No, I say not here. no, no. Okay. I say no, because Good. after 2012, I don't believe in Jenks's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, his Clay Thompson, uh, uh, and, and I'm not saying anyway. It, it just it's weird seeing a guy that looks like him with that his you know midwestern white guy haircut out there, <laughs> just balling like that, um, and especially at Auburn. Like we just don't, we don't have that. We had Scotty Pullman, but that was, that was a whole different thing. He was six foot yeah. nothing. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and oddly did not shoot enough threes. No, uh, if you, he, I, I went back and 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 looked at some box scores from, from that season. And like, even in Pullman's 28 point game against Oklahoma state, which I love, I, I, my favorite thing to do when Doug Gottlieb says dumb stuff on Twitter is remind him that he gave up 28 points to Scotty Pullman. I want to say he only shot like four threes in that game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and now Scott Pullman would shoot 10 threes in a game. Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, without a doubt. I, I, you know, the, the guy that he kind of reminds me of, if, if we want to do an Auburn comparison, is KT Harrell. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, a similar, it's a similar game. I mean, it's, it's a guy who wants to catch and shoot can shoot yeah. from anywhere. Uh, tall guy, big guy. Yeah, at, at his size for being a guard, he's going to be bigger than most of the guys he's guarding. Right. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I would comp him to uh, Bryce, but Bryce was a much better defender even when it, during his frustrating uh, early seasons. And, and, you know, Bryce is a lot shorter. Um, yeah, if, if Bryce was Justin Powell's height, Bryce no, would be playing in the NBA. Yeah, right if now. Bryce was six six, he would have been a lottery pick. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, that's is good for Mr. Powell if you know if he can improve that defense. And really, the NBA guys don't care if you're playing great defense. Uh, I mean, they care. Obviously, Isaac Okoro got drafted as a lottery pick being a great defender. But if you're not that good of a defender, if you can score like Justin Powell can and you're his size, you're probably going to make a roster and be a, a first-round pick, uh, especially if you put those numbers up that he did against USA. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, it, it's exciting to see a freshman come in and do that um, no matter what he looks like. 
since I brought it up earlier. Uh, yeah. He, uh, 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 you know, I, I'm really excited about that. It's good that we have a guy that can score like that. His, I just don't see him missing that many shots this year. Just the, his his shot is perfect. Um, well, and the the hole in that two three zone that USA was running. Yeah, there's there's kind of there, there's a few areas. One is the foul line. And yeah. Nearly every possession, somebody was cutting to the foul line and then passing immediately out of it or or taking a shot. Right. And it's down to the first possession. I think it it's a combination of Powell, Thor, and Jalen Williams. I think Thor runs to the runs the foul line back out to Williams. Defense is stretched back over to Powell at the three at, at the 45 degree. And those are the other two openings. There's a 45 degree and a foul line. And Powell's at the 45 degree and absolutely cans it. And that was the shot that was open all night. I, I yeah. don't know. I'd need to look at his shot chart, but I feel like he maybe took one or two from the top of the key. I don't think he ever took one from a corner. And the mm-hmm. rest were all from exactly either the right side or the left yep. side at around uh, 45 degree. Yeah, elbows. Yep. And that's that was a really good design. You Bruce talked about after the game. He didn't really draw up any plays. He just said, okay, this is what beats a 2-3 zone. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. shoot them. We're, either you're going to shoot them out of it, and we'll actually have to change what we're doing, or they're just going to stick with it and dare us to keep making threes. Yeah, and- I— that's what they did. And Bruce Pearl's I, I, philosophy is always shoot more threes. Yes. Through four games, we're actually first in the country in the percentage of shots that are from three. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. It's a uh, 56% right now, I think. Um, 58.4. I, I, I think we're going to win a lot of games at home. I think that's what that says. Uh, <laughs> who knows yeah. about a way. Uh, I, I don't think there's going to be many teams that are going to play a 2-3 on us. Uh <laughs> They had to. They had no other choice. They were too small to let us try to get try to body them up inside. Yeah, um, we talked I, about I that think, last week. Their average height is what six three, I think six four. I, I, Auburn's been, one of the tallest teams in the country right now, which is weird. If you look at Jalen Williams's numbers over the last few games, it could make you a little disappointed, especially if you were expecting him to come in and have a year. Uh, a really flashy year where he's done after this year. Uh, a, a lot of that is he got in some foul trouble. Um, he had a really great first game, obviously he had a double double. Um, and I think he may have had a, gotten close to a double double in one of the other games. Um, yeah, I believe so. And this, you know, he's gotten in some foul trouble this game. They sort of took him out of the game by not letting us do anything in the paint. Like we didn't, we, how many points did we score inside? Very few because I think, let's see. It was like 14. Took, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, let's see. So uh, it, it, I think there's going to be some some time down the road where Jalen is just going to go off. And uh, I'm pretty excited to see that happen. Um, when I think seeing other guys establish themselves as shooters is only going to help Jalen. Yes. Yeah, because in the first couple of games, he was supposed to be the guy, you know, fair or not. So he was the focus. Um, and at if, this point, I mean, you know, we say we've kind of been a little bit disappointed, but only because I, I think only because he hasn't been playing as much as we thought he would. Right. Um, I mean, he's still averaging ten point six rebounds a game. Yeah, 
it's and he's shooting thirty eight percent from three. I, I think we were all sort of expecting to at least do the Mustafa Heron automatic fifteen every for a guy time. that had played in what seven college games. Yeah, right. Did college <laughs> games longer than that. Well, actually, all of this is based on the throwing the uh, ball right. off the back himself and he still has moves uh on the inbound yeah. pass off the guys yeah, buddy. that was ridiculous um, um, it, so i'm looking at it right now it's interesting because typically uh the auburn basketball the last couple of years you've had your five starters and outside of the austin wiley anthony mclemore split the starters have always played 30 plus minutes you know we had even guys like samir last year playing 35 36 minutes a game Jared and Bryce are the same way. Right now, nobody in the team is playing 30-plus minutes. So, Justin Powell is playing 26, Alan Flanagan 29, Jalen 28, Cambridge 23. Um, Yeah, nobody's at 30-plus right now. And part of that's probably just it's early in the year and we're getting everybody minutes. Um, And maybe that rotation kind of shrinks down a little bit in conference play. Um, But right now, I mean – without a, hey, this is our number one guy, everybody's kind of getting in the game. Yeah, I think you'll see, you know, so Javon Franklin did not, is it J- Javon or Javon? Did we know, do we know that? Um, I'm not sure. He got a DNP. I don't think you'll see as much of Chris Moore, or you'll see a lot more of him. I think it's, it's it'll be one of the two. <laughs> He's going to have to be a matchup guy. And then, uh you know, in this game, we did not see a, a lot of stretch or Cardwell just because we didn't need Hopefully. them against a yeah. team like USA. And it's they yeah, were they were daring they were us to shoot the three. We had yeah. Three if if they had uh, if they had come out of that two three, we would have saw, seen a lot of those guys. I think. Sure. Um, I mean, stretch can hit a three, but we don't need him to try it if they're if it's not <laughs> yeah. going to pull their if it's not going to pull some six ten guy out of the lane. I think I think he's going to do the horse thing where he tries one a game. It seems to be about what he's what he's gone because he tried one in this game, didn't he? I think he's only got two on the year. He's one or okay. two so far. So, um, yeah, it was great to see a shoot. Well, uh, Thor finally had a decent game for us. Um, I, I think as far as a, a backup to uh, once we can move Powell over to the, the top two, I think Jamal may be the number two, too. Um, he's he's not, definitely shooting like it this year. He, um, he's, he's not, he's still just sort of not great on defense. Yeah. Uh, but if he can keep knocking those shots down, then he deserves, you know, some time. Yeah. I mean, we said, as, as long as you're going to be minus a, is in the positive. Yeah. Uh, we said if you're going to be a three ball shooter and you know not really play much defense, not do really do much else, you got to be shooting forty percent. And he's shooting forty percent right now with plenty of volume. So yeah. Um, um, the less said about turbo, the better. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if we end up getting Sharif back, which is a big if, he's not going to play much, is he? No. I don't think or, so. Or is Justin Powell going to be the starting two? Well, yeah. He's still yeah. He, he playing get, 10 minutes a game at point. He'll give Sharif a blow every now and then. Um, and uh, that's fine. Um, Auburn, I, I think he can Auburn handle that. I think does I need th- him to be a contributor. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's whether been, you get Sharif or not. Yeah. I think that's been the issue is that I don't, I, I think Turbo's 
good enough to play two or three minutes here and there um, just to get the ball off the floor um, and hopefully not take us completely out of sync. I don't think he's going to ever be the guy to get us in sync when we need to get into in sync. No Justin Timberlake jokes here. <laughs> please. Uh, and, and that's fine. I, look, you, everybody needs a guy like that that can just come in and maintain uh, what you're doing. Um, that was Ronnie Johnson in uh, Jared's first year. Yeah. I mean, if we could get that, and, and it's not really a great comp because, you know, Turbo is all kinds of physically gifted, and I don't know if Ronnie really was that. He was a settle everything down, run the offense kind of guy. Sure. Um, but if, if Turbo can turn into that, like you said, playing just a couple minutes spurts and not taking you out of it and just getting your other guys involved, then that'll go a long ways. Yeah, and, may, you know, we're a young team too, and that probably doesn't help Turbo out at all, trying to run the point with a bunch of young dudes that aren't playing well when you're in there and right. kind of all over the place. So maybe we'll see some improvements. I mean, it's a long year as long as we, you know, play the whole year. Um, I think Stretch has done pretty much whatever we need him to do. Um He's been the least offensive, like as far as like not offensive. He's just been the he's just been there. Like hasn't been too great, but hasn't done anything really awful to make anybody mad. So, well, and this was kind of a if I remember this stat from uh, from Justin Ferguson's breakdown after the game, which if you don't subscribe to the Auburn Observer, you should. Way better breakdowns Auburn, than we give. Yeah, definitely do that. I, I want to say every single possession that Stretch was on the floor, Auburn scored. His, oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. His, His, he uh, had an absolutely 100%. Um, I guess it's floor percentage is what that is. Yeah. Well, floor percentage would be uh, possessions that he finishes that he scores on. So, I mean, yes, he would have 100% there, but. Um, yeah, I, I like the look with him and Thor on the floor at the same time. I really like that look. I would, I would eventually like to see Sharif, Powell, Jalen, Thor, and Stretch. Jalen, uh, Thor, and Stretch on the floor at the same time. That's ridiculous. Ooh. I mean, and Powell's oh, not small. So Sure, but, so, but I mean, yeah. if he's playing the two, he's slightly above average as opposed to a giant point guard. Right. Right. Um, that's a lot of trees. Uh, yeah. helping helping Goober. Yeah. I mean oh that's that's making me excited right there. Uh she's <laughs> an exciting day. Do, do we think there's any chance for replays on Saturday? On Saturday? I, I no, I don't think uh, so. I'm, Although I'm against sure. Memphis would be pretty funny for him to make his debut. Be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh so I think we I think we if we get them back, it will be for conference play. Yeah, that's right. I think that, that, for whatever year. reason, whether it makes sense or not, like that seems to be a, um, like a cutoff of if we're going to make a decision this year, it'll be for that. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so we we face the Memphis Tigers in Atlanta on Saturday. We sure do. It's been moved up to four o'clock. So yeah. Safe. Why is that chief? Uh, it's because, uh, our, uh, King, Bruce Pearl, uh, has 
Um, he lobbied the uh, event organizer to move our game up so it did not interfere with football kickoff because he didn't want to make our fans have to uh, make a choice or flip back and forth or whatever for both. Uh, and that is just Bruce Pearl forever, man. What? Thank you, BP. You know, he, do, you, do you think that there would have been much question on? Uh, oh no, no, I was who was watching, watching what? No. I was watching no, that first and, half of that football game, and then it, it was out of my mind. <laughs> wasn't even going to worry yeah. about it. I mean, part of it is that that was going to be a nine o'clock local tip. I think. Yeah. That, yeah. Researching. That's pretty. So amazing. that that is kind of pointless. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not like anybody can go anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's nobody there. Why are they like holding themselves to these weird? Yeah. Well, originally it was supposed to be a full day of basketball at, right. the arena, at, at State Farm Arena. Yeah, uh, like it, more now, or less like a, the only game now. Uh, no, I think there's two, right? Okay, or at least two. I don't know. See. You can, yeah. Uh, I'm. I just say that because I we were still being sort of referred to as the nightcap uh, of that event. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, these Memphis Tigers are essentially the same as last year's, right? Because James James Wiseman didn't play. Well, they sent another guy in the draft, um, okay. and I I'll butcher his name, uh, Precious uh, something Hachimura uh, or something like that. Hachimura? No, that's no, uh, that, was, that was the Gonzaga guy. Gonzaga guy. Yeah. Let's see what uh, Achiwa. Hmm. And I. I yeah. Um, All right, Ryan. He got drafted by the Heat. Oh, okay. Um, so they're down him as well. Um, Memphis is actually favored by Kim Palm, but it's, I mean, it's more or less a toss up. Um, What's the uh, spread on that game, uh, James Jones? Uh, I will have to look. Oh, this is great radio. Uh, Ken Palm has us as a five point underdog. I thought, I thought you had would have had that off the top of your head. I have a rule not to bet on my uh, well, you're not on supposed my to, beloved Tigers. You're not supposed to bet on your own team, especially right now because they're they're zero and four against the spread this year. Mm, ouch! Yeah. That late run against USA uh, <laughs> kind of tanked some people. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, this should be an interesting matchup because. Uh, this Memphis defense is really, really good. Mm. Um, right now, they're they're looking like number ten defense uh, by Ken Palm. They're second in the country in shots blocked, um, which is weird because they're not even that tall of a team. Um, Auburn's, like I said, Auburn's a top ten team in the country in average height, uh, averaging about six foot seven. The, Memphis is 85th in the country at six foot five and a half. Um, but yeah, they, they get up there. They're, they're blocking 20% of shots roughly. Wow. That's, that's, I don't, I don't know how that's possible. I, I'll look at their schedule. Cause I'm not totally sure how they, who they've played. Um, yeah, they've got six games already. Huh. Wow. <laughs> and that means St. Mary's Western Kentucky VCU. I mean, those are all top 100 Kimpom teams. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they be, haven't played the scoutest schedule, but they've, they've played some teams. This is a huge test for us. And it's Definitely. the biggest, te- biggest test we have until we get to Arkansas. And Well, this should have this should be the most even matchup we've had so far. Yeah. Because we weren't going to beat Gonzaga. We knew that. No. I mean, right. 
uh, Gonzaga might run the table again this year. Yeah, but I I could see it as long as they you know. Well, you never know whole, with COVID. But. Their whole team should have right. COVID by this point, right? <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I I'm excited about this. Um, I have always questioned hiring Penny Hardaway with zero coaching experience as your head coach of your men's basketball team, but okay. Um, he brought in a bunch of talent somehow, and uh, they didn't all play for him. But yeah, that's true. Uh, he just helped to move, man. That's all. Back in middle school, I, I will say that whole thing was weird. Well, Ryan, <laughs> it could be that they knew something else was going on there. Sure. And okay, it's, it's sort just, of how they got ta- uh, Al Capone on tax evasion. Look, you're not going to see me uh, defending the NCAA right now. So oh, that's true. Right? Yeah. If if y'all think that the NCAA comes after us for no reason, they do the same to Memphis. Uh, well, not no now. Now they've had a lot of <laughs> yeah. reason to do that. Yeah, um, especially when you hire someone without any coaching experience, who immediately starts pulling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Memphis is just geographically a little just, bit too close to Ole Miss, and they've got that stank on them. They just want to wear <laughs> those. They just want to wear those pennies, man. Even though none <laughs> of them were born when he was playing basketball, right? Uh, was I even born when he was playing basketball? Or the, the tail yes. end of his bad, the, the bad parts of his career. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You would have been, Ardo you would have been born the About year peak. they were in the finals, right? No, I thought they made the finals in 93, didn't they? Or 94. Bulls were what? 90, 91, 92. Yeah. So they were Jordan, 90, so 93, 94. Jordan was playing baseball in 94 because that's I saw him play baseball. Oh, man. He played all the way into 2007. Oh, yeah. It was not good. Not though. well. It was not good. I he, imagine his, so I, I see a run on the Knicks and I can just imagine how that went. He, so. I, I would I, I need to hear a uh, Bill Simmons uh, book of basketball pod on Penny Hardaway uh, because his his peak was so short. Like it was so, mm-hmm. so short. Um. We'll talk because about this. So, so I'm looking on Wikipedia. He was a NBA All Star for four years. Yep. And they were all consecutive, 95 through 98. Yep. NBA yep. first team for the for 95, 96. Yeah, but I think then, I think 95 really was the year they made, would have been the year they made the finals. So yeah, that, that's that seems right. And they, I, I mean, they knocked out Jordan. Jordan yep. came back late right. in the regular season. 95. And yep. Still made the playoffs. The only the only time after. The only time in the '90s that Jordan lost a playoff series was to Shaq and Penny. Yeah, and Penny wore his shoes during one of those games. Uh, wore Jordans. I learned that from the uh, uh, Jordan documentary or the Bulls documentary. Space Jam. From earlier this year, Ryan, not Space Jam. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, I mean, this year's uh, been about thirty years long, so who knows? Right. Um. But I mean, because going back to Memphis, this this could be a little bit of a rock fight if uh, if we're not scoring because their offense is not great either. I mean, they're they're shooting thirty percent from three, under fifty percent from two. Um, I need I need a Josh Dubstat of how how well we shoot in NBA arenas. Not good because Auburn Arena is not an NBA arena. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so oh, any, I mean, just anywhere not, Auburn is yeah, yeah, well, yeah. not an Auburn arena. That's a good point. 
like somebody who hasn't really watched college basketball that long like mm-hmm. really since bruce came to auburn is when i started watching college basketball it, 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 it's a thing that auburn is really bad away from home right like more so than other schools well we were just it really like bad. it is a drastic difference it's hard to tell because we were just really bad for about 10 years <laughs> everybody was bad so <laughs> and i and i do think that especially when when Auburn Arena is really rolling, we are so much better at home. I think yeah. I think it's a little bit of both that we haven't been good away from home, but we're also even better. Like if you know if our team is on a on a scale of of one to ten, if we're a seven, we're a nine at home, but we're apparently like a five on the road. Yeah, or it just seems like home. even the you know the Jared and Bryce team they they didn't even shoot that well on the road. Um, you know, playing against Kansas excluded, but right. <laughs> and North Carolina. Oh. Don't forget yeah. that one. Mm. We'll leave it there. It's okay. I love it. Uh, I love those games. Uh, yep. Uh, Chief, do you know what my, my biggest memory of the Kentucky game still is though? What? It was right. Probably like 90 seconds before tip off. You messaged all of us that, uh, you were having another child. Oh. And nobody answered it until like almost halftime. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, everybody's watching the game. But course, it, it yeah. got buried immediately. And then we all kind of circled back like, oh, yeah, congrats. Forgot about that. Well, and that was, uh, I only got to watch because of work and other things, I only got to watch bits and pieces of the New Mexico State game. And I missed the end of it. Uh, and then we were on a boat for both Kansas. Oh, and that's right. I forgot about that. UNC. I got to watch the second half of UNC because randomly the international feed of ESPN decided to switch to that game. Um, <laughs> and and I looked into it and watched it on a like a 12-inch TV in our state room. <laughs> but then, you know, the Kentucky game, we were back home. And yeah. that was... Uh, I got to watch that one start to finish. I have probably watched either the highlights or that game start to finish uh, 15 times. Yeah. Uh, That game, uh, both of those games, all three of those games. I think the North Carolina game is the the first time I, and the last time, I took my son to roll tumors. So that was cool. Um, Yep. Man, and the Kansas game is the last time I went to go roll tumors. So it's been a while. Uh, uh, well, all right. So, do we want to get into some of the the other news from this week? Yeah, we should probably take a break yeah. first, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess we should. And, uh, let me send Jack that time. And we're back. All right. We uh, had another bye week uh, last Saturday, so nothing really on the gridiron to talk about. But the big news coming from football is uh, it's about the broadcast. Finally, CBS will not be uh, airing the game of the week for the SEC 
starting in 2024. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I, I think there's a chance that gets bought out before then. Uh, Disney just throws a couple more million their way. Um, just a couple. Just a couple. I mean, when they're throwing 300, what's it matter? <laughs> right. A season. Keep in mind, that's that is the entire life of the contract. It's 10 seasons, and it is $3 billion for the life of the contract, just for uh, that primary game. To, that's to what now have is first crazy, pick. is that it's not like they're getting the entire SEC rights package. It's It's one game. I mean, they already own the rest of it. Yeah, it's it's just it's, the one game of the week, and then some basketball games. Well, and it, I think the big thing is that you get first pick. So right. now, yeah. you know, you think about it: are the Iron Bowl, Alabama, LSU, uh, Florida, Georgia? Oh, that that Iron Bowl is never going to be at two thirty ever again. It's it's going to be a primetime game every time. I bet. I, I you know I could see it still maybe like a three o'clock central. Maybe. Um, and I and and that would be okay. I mean, it's later in the year, so it's going to be yeah, it's going to be darker by then. You have to you have to think about this. The windows are still the same, so right for for God's time zone, it's eleven o'clock, and then sometime around two thirty or three, and then six thirty seven, and then you can throw a really late one on there, and you can kind of stagger stuff through the day, but. Those are going to be the windows because that's how long football takes. We we and should have made want that to. They're going to want to be that that to be exclusive. Should have made them knock that back to noon, that eleven to noon, since most of the conference is in the right. central time zone. I, I I think there should be some sort of a rule that the all of the central time teams cannot have more than two home games at eleven o'clock. Period. And we actually, we used to have that rule. There used to be a rule that you couldn't have, an, you know, a certain number, more than a certain number of JP games. But when ESPN bought out on, on all the SEC network stuff, that, that all went away. Does that, uh, and I, you know, I don't really know exactly how else is going to work, but does this push other conferences down the priority list? Because, uh, I mean, at this point, outside of, what, NBC having Notre Dame games and Fox having some Big 12 games, everything and else Big is going to be in the Disney family, right? Well, Fox has first choice on Big 10. That's right. Now, the the wrinkle is ESPN's had at least either second choice or I think they've had the ability to go grab a particular Big 10 game or the ACC, and that's what they're throwing on the Big ABC primetime game of the week, right? Now, I think you're going to see a lot more SEC games in that slot. And then the number two SEC game is going to go in the old CBS time slot, 2.33 o'clock. That makes sense. So, yeah, Chief could be right that it it winds up that they move the uh, the game of the week becomes the night game. Because most, for most of the SEC, we'd rather have them all as night games anyway. I know Auburn feels that way. I know LSU feels that way. Um, you know, because they're weird and decide to be obstinate, Alabama 
prefers mid afternoon games. It's because they suck. Um, I think we can just I we can keep you, giving them the eleven a.m. games. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think if you gave Auburn and LSU the opportunity to play every single game at six or six thirty, they would take it and yeah. and run away from it. Yeah, uh, I, I think I've always said that every game before um, mid October should be a night game uh, for Auburn. So it'd be awesome if that works out that way. I'm sure those, I mean, it, uh, I am a little sad that there won't always be a midday game, like the, the two thirty game on network TV. Mm-hmm. That's an SEC game. Um, it, 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 it's just the, the branding of that is, is really great. And it's been that way. I barely remember it not being that way. Um, I want to say the the last big SEC game that was in the middle of the day that I could remember that was not on CBS was the Auburn-Florida game in 94. Yeah, I want to say the CBS contract picked up two or three years after that. It, well, I know it was at least in 96 because we got slaughtered the next time we went to Gainesville and that was on CBS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that that'll that's a little sad. Um, I was I was hoping that they would just be like, OK, well, ABC is going to do 230. So I, I'm wondering what CBS is going to do if they're going to pick up maybe the Big Ten or something like that and try to make that their thing now. Um or if they just get out of the game, it they may be priced out of the the game anyway. Um, I think you could. They would be smart to go after maybe the Pac-12 because yeah. you know you know that the especially the ACC and the SEC are tied very close to ESPN. Yeah, Big Twelve and Big Ten have relationship with both ESPN and Fox. If you're CBS, you go after the Pac-12 and say, look, you are having trouble getting your marquee games in front of people. Yeah, they're all at, you know, 9 p.m. Or, or 9 a.m. Yeah, or 9 a.m. Yeah, it's, so that two, that old two, that old CBS 2.30 time slot is 12.30 their time? Yeah, 12.30 their time. 12.30 yeah. or, uh, or 1.30, depending on where you are. in the. That's true. Okay. It could be Colorado or Arizona. So, you know, that... That's what CBS could do. Hopefully, they keep the song since it's not coming with the SEC, which is sad. sad. Yeah, it's going to stick with those Thursday night matching games. <laughs> CBS Sports Network. That's right. Or uh, you know, Air Force. You know, Air Force, Navy, and Army are all on. Uh, all on CBS Sportsnet. So, yeah. and, and they have the they have the song. Not going to miss Gary Danielson. Not one bit. There's a time. Is I he going to retire with the end of the CBS deal? You think? Yeah, yeah. He, he'll stick around long enough to fillet Alabama on national TV one last time in 2023, <laughs> and then he'll. Oh retire. God! Is the Iron so Bowl going to be the last Auburn? Yes. Uh, or yes. The last yeah. CBS game. Well, yes. the SEC championship. SEC championship. Yeah. But yeah, the the last regular season game will be the Iron Bowl. I, there's there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I I've never. I've never really minded Gary all that much. Uh, I don't understand why Alabama fans absolutely hate him. I well, do not understand th- that. There's, it's, it's one way or the other. Some of them hate him, 
some of them think he's really great. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder friggin' why you think he's <laughs> right. Great. Exactly. But, but their reason for thinking he's great, they're like, he's fair. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's why I don't understand the ones that hate him. I, I, I'll never, ever understand that. But, you know, I, and, and maybe it's because, so we're talking about stuff before Ryan was born. The 1990 Florida State game that I, as a child, I used to watch on videotape. <laughs> Ryan, the VCR was something you used before a DVD player. Ryan, the DVD these... player, <laughs> yeah, yeah. watched movies on before they were on streaming. Uh, Look, if it's not on YouTube, the, it's not a real thing. So, Well, and oddly, for some reason, that Florida State-Auburn game is not on YouTube. There's some clips of it, but the entire game is not. I got a feeling I know somebody who could uh, hook you up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I had it on videotape and the announcing crew for that game was Ron Franklin and Gary Danielson. And it's, they, uh, to me, they did that game perfect. And Ron Franklin is college football on ESPN to me. You know, I, that's who I grew up with. Uh, mm-hmm. he had the, he had that game. He had every, you know, all the big games that we had on ESPN, and, you know, that's, that's a little bit of what I'm looking forward to is a lot, a lot of the ESPN guys have been really good. Um, I've, I've warmed to Tom Hart. He's gotten a lot better. Um, well, he was a baseball guy originally. Yeah. That's from the Braves. And it's, it, that was why it hurt that because he did the 2015 Arkansas game and it was, it was not good. And I, <laughs> I would hope he would say that. Uh, he would admit that yeah. it, was, it was quite bad. Luckily, I missed a couple of his uh, first few years because I was a student then, so I was just in the stadium all day. Well, that, um, that 2015 Arkansas game, were they? They weren't there, were they? Is that the one? That was one of the ones that seemed weird. There, or maybe it was just something weird with the sound they had going on. Oh, 20, 2015 is the, the triple overtime game. Or yes, like, right. Four, four overtime game. Yeah. Right. That, uh, that something no, was that weird I, that I say sound ended in a game. tie because my recording ended at the end of the third ah, time. That's right. Because you were well, at a wedding, right? Uh, no, I was at a oh. softball tournament that day. Oh, okay. okay. The one and only time I will record an Auburn game. I'll, I'll never do it again. Wait, you were what? Uh, 15, 16? In 2015? No. I was a junior. <laughs> <laughs> in college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, uh, big... Big. That was the big news out of uh, the Disney Corporation today, huh? It, uh, the or, SEC or a, or a footnote. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we learned later why Greg Sankey was trying to have his big announcement press conference uh, because the uh, SEC deal news, even though it was three billion dollars, is that what we? Uh, it was. Yeah, three billion over ten. Yeah, it ended up uh, getting completely buried. Under uh, a lot of other news uh, that happened. Yeah, if you listen to our show, you know uh, we like to get into Star Wars and MCU and uh, other entertainment in general. Movies in general? Uh, Captain yeah. Ron? Yeah. Is Captain Ron a Disney uh, product? Uh, no. Well, oh, that would be funny if it was. You know, I'm going to see. Look, if we can get a Captain Ron Disney Plus series. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be. I mean, that would be a great. Ryan, uh, I'm not series. sure if you know, but uh, Kurt Russell has a long, long history with the Disney Corporation. He was a child actor in movies. Was he really? Di- Disney movies, yeah. Uh, 
He's also wholesome enough to play Santa Claus now. That's right. That's a Netflix thing. So maybe, you know, maybe his days of being with the, uh, uh, I don't know. I can see a, uh, Santa Claus reboot. Does Disney own Santa Claus? I, I, uh, I, assume they own everything. I think so. Yeah. Cause I think, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, Captain, like that's Ron, that they, Captain Ron is a Disney property. My friend, oh Buena my. Vista pictures. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so they own, Plus. they own that IP. You know, the it, it's the the bit from the rewatchables. Would this movie work better as a 10 episode Netflix series? <laughs> I think Captain Ron would be a perfect 10 oh, episode Netflix series. series. So great. Is it, every episode's a different island? Oh, yeah. it, that could go for years. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, so. Chief, where do you want to start with all this Disney Plus? Uh, well, I guess Disney we could, rumors in general, or not rumors anymore. Yeah, confirmations. confirmations. Uh, I guess we could go with Star Wars first, since that's that's where they started. After there's just straight up Disney properties. There's like a billion animated properties, and yeah, uh, well, I mean, and they they went through pretty much anything uh, from the '90s that was like a big cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. getting a TV show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Mighty Ducks. Um, what else was there? It's, that's All right of, in me and James's wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh my 10th birthday was uh we went to go see D2. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. I uh probably for uh Christmas when I turned 11, I think, or when I was 11 because that would have been well, maybe it was 10. I would have been 10. Yeah. Uh I I got a hockey stick and uh and a ball to play street hockey. I already had rollerblades at that time. Sure. Uh, I played with it exactly once because no one else wanted to play with me. So I had it out in the driveway and that was about it. Still got the hockey stick somewhere. I think my mom. I was going to say, Chief, you seem like a one out of five kind of guy. Love, love me some Mighty Ducks. Uh, So that's exciting. Um. So here's another one, uh, not from the nineties, but so American horror story is already a anthology show. Uh-huh. They're getting a new anthology spinoff series called American horror stories. Mm. It just seems like it's more of the same thing. Right. Maybe every episode. Its own story. Yeah. I'm thinking every episode is going to be different now. No, it's going to be uh, kind of like the twilight see. zone. I bet that's exactly like it, what it yeah. is. It's twilight zone, but horror. Yeah. BJ Novak's getting his own show called The Platform. Um, and again, just kind of a every episode's his own little story. Oh. Um, the biggest one I saw was uh, a live action slash animation hybrid uh, movie feature film, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Ryan, Chippendale's <laughs> Rescue Rangers was an excellent show. Uh, 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 one of the Disney uh, Saturday morning shows back in the day. Uh, and uh, starring Chip and Dale, they're chipmunks. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, and they're they're chipmunk friends. Uh, you can watch this on uh, Disney Plus now. The movie is going to star Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. As Ooh, uh, man, I, cool. I know we got a lot of Mulaney fans in the uh, in the Slack. Uh, See, I'm more of a Samberg fan. I, I'm more of a Samberg fan myself as well. So uh, uh, I'm I like both. I wish, I really, I, I really wish it was uh, Yorma uh, directing or some, uh, or uh, one of the lo- just a Lonely Island joint. I don't think it is. Oh, it's, 
Akiva's directing. Oh, is it? Akiva's directing? Yeah. Okay. So Yorma will be yeah. in it. And uh, so it will be a Lonely Island joint, and that is exciting. Yeah. I, uh, how they do a kid-friendly movie, I don't know, <laughs> but we will see. Uh, uh, a TV series for Alien, the movie yeah. Alien, uh, headed by Noah Hawley, who big fan of him if you've seen Fargo or Legion on FX. Um, Always Sunny is getting uh, another four seasons. That will take him to season 18, which is ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> ridiculous for, for a show that got, it was like a, wasn't it some sort of contest that they entered and they won and that's how they got the show made. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad a, uh, uh yeah. Fellow Auburn man. That's, that's yeah, Auburn. Yeah, Auburn work. yeah. That's right. Glenn Howard's an Auburn man. All right. So let's get into the star Wars stuff then. Um, yeah. And, and if you can't tell, I am literally just scrolling down the Twitter thread from Disney <laughs> today, which is like so, three hours so long. There's everything. If you were uh, asleep uh, or got drunk and fell asleep at six o'clock last night, um, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Friday um, <laughs> and you missed all this and you're like, why can't I find this anywhere? There's so much news that nowhere, none of the sites that would cover this stuff normally have been able to like put a comprehensive article together showing all this stuff. Like not even for like Star Wars. I have not found a comprehensive Star Wars article written that has everything out in it. Uh, in, so let's, let's be the first to do it then, Chief. Yes. Uh, okay. Podcast Disney, version. I'm going to go through to bury everybody. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go through each uh, IP that they released. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it. Each show, each movie. Yeah. Um, and just give me project. Uh, yeah, we'll go through just some quick thoughts on each one. Okay. Um, first one is Rangers of the New Republic. No other details given. It just says that it's within the timeline of the Mandalorian. So that seems to be probably the little little Cara Dune thread that they um, set up. They threw the little badge to her saying, hey, season if you two, want to join. Season two of the Mandalorian has basically just been a soft pilot for a bunch of other shows is what it seems like. Um, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to the others. Well, it seems like season one was a tryout for directors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, um, is, there, is it possible that... Um, no, the marshal from the first episode. Uh, forget his name Timothy already. Cobb Vanth. Cobb oh, God, he he forgot Timothy Oliphant's name. Well, no, I know, yeah. I know his name. I couldn't even <laughs> character's name. Yeah. So, I, is, is I, it possible I he's in that he, as well? I think it could be. I mean, you mean you mean Timothy Raylan? Oliphant has yeah, he has typecast himself into only playing <laughs> marshals at this point, which I am honestly I'm here for, and I hope one of the bad guys in the first season is played by Walton Goggins. Oh, that'd be great. If we just want to remake justified in space, I'm okay with that. That'd be super awesome. Um, it, it It's funny because when I saw, I had not looked up anything. I don't know the, most of the names of the episodes before they premiere. And so when that came up on the first episode of the Mandalorian this year, I just started laughing because I knew who, like, because I knew he was going to be in this season, and I, I just started laughing because I knew what was coming. It was great. Um, okay. But yeah, that'd be cool if he was in that as well. That'd be that'd be really cool. Next up is Ahsoka getting her own show, uh, most, also set within Mandalorian. The least surprising thing ever. Um, if you yeah, watched, like we kind of knew that was a setup, right? If if you watched that episode, um, you knew, I mean, you just had to be like, okay, well, this is setting up. 
the whole thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was setting up season three of Mandalorian or a spinoff show. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was going to be a spinoff. I'm going through Clone Wars right now, so. Yeah. yeah, we will have to leave any discussion of Ahsoka at that. Uh, OK, Chief, Chief yeah. and I could probably go. For yeah. 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 There's a little bit more of a uh, impetus to get through that show quickly now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up next, Andor, um, which looks like it is a continuation of the story from Rogue One. No, or like set within Rogue One. No, it's a prequel. Know. It's a prequel. prequel? OK, yeah, because. Uh, okay. If if you recall from Rogue One, there's no way to do a sequel. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I haven't it, watched the video for it. So. That that one we've known about. That one was announced when they announced the Mandalorian way back. Oh, uh, that's that the uh, oh shoot, the guys uh, Diego the, Luna. Yeah, the, that's the Diego yeah. Luna project. Yeah, okay. Cassian Andor is his his character names, and the, the show is apparently we didn't know the name of the show until today, and it's called Andor. Uh, so that that one looks cool. Rebellion, so much. It, yeah, the interesting thing I I saw about that or noticed about that they they showed a sizzle reel. Uh, I did scare quotes for anybody that can't see, which is everyone. Uh, uh, the the uh, the uh, they showed it, and it it's interesting to me. It looks like they're taking a different approach than the Mandalorian. They seem to be doing a lot of real sets. Um, and I'm wondering if that's because this has been in pre-production and planning so long that they hadn't figured the volume out just yet when they greenlit everything. And so it's taken them two years to get it going because it looked like they were using a lot more real sets than them and, and than we see on the Mandalorian. Uh, that is a reason why the, the, the volume for anybody that doesn't know, uh, you should go and watch the gallery Star Wars gallery on uh, Disney plus it's behind the scenes of Mandalorian season one. Uh, the, how they shot this is they have basically a giant Oculus rift that they're shooting on. Um, uh, it's a, it's a screen that surrounds the entire stage and uh, f- like a huge portion of everything you see in the Mandalorian is actually just a screen where they shot where, where they project, they just show things Um uh, Instead like of a green screen, it's like yeah, they're, they're, so, it's like they're yeah, in the they're actually in, in the it, set, and, and then they you know they touch it up for the final product, right. but it, it it's it's really cool. That's what's led to this huge. This what's made it where they can make all these shows um, cheaply and probably more importantly quickly. Right. Um, but Andor looks like it may not be using that as much. Um, at least for this first season, because they had a lot of real sets and stuff in that sizzle reel. And this and is that, the first thing they released that had a date on it, and it says coming yeah. out in 2022. Yeah, it's uh, and, and and if you don't remember, Cassian Andor was the, the spy in um, uh, Rogue One that went and got uh, Jen or so, and then you know. Initiated they, the plot pretty much. Yeah, initiated the plot. That's right. Um, uh, you know, so we don't get any spoilers for a movie that came out three yeah. years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Watch uh, it. Yeah, it's the best of the uh, Star Wars movies that they've released. Definitely. It's the next thing that released, and this this has to be probably the the biggest ticket thing they've announced, at least in the Star Wars realm. Mm. Uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Yes. Bringing back Ewan McGregor. Yep. And, and, and Christensen playing Darth that, Vader. 
they announced this officially at D23 like 18 months ago or something like that. But there wasn't any was, detail with it, was there? Uh, uh, yeah, even McGregor. That, okay. like, they brought him I out didn't know if stage. he was fully yeah. signed on at that point. Yeah, they brought him out on stage at that point. And it's, by has, the way, he's in season three of Fargo as the main character, which is really good. I thought good. it was season two, right? Three. I just watched it. Oh, I thought three was this season with yeah, Chris season Rock. four. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You, yeah, you just watched it. Why am I? <laughs> I, I, I was saying that because I was confused. Anyway. Um, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. They're, they're Obi-Wan. bringing back Kane Christensen. That is, that's wild to me. Well, I, it's not surprising. He was supposed to be in Rogue One and they chickened out um, of that. And I don't like the idea of him if, well, first of all, I don't like the idea that if, that we would see a lot of Darth Vader in that show. I don't want Darth Vader and Obi-Wan to have any sort of interaction. Um, so I, how is this going to work? Because, I mean, you're not really going to see him. So you're not going to see Hayden Christensen, right? You're going to see Vader in the suit. It, it, or if he takes the helmet off, it's I assume we may. Things, I, so. I assume there may just be a scene sort of like what we saw in, in Rogue One where he's on on the on Mustafar and he's I mean, floating could that he, tube. Could he play the character like Pedro Pascal has played Mandalorian, where he's actually doing everything just within the suit? (sighs) No, because he's not big enough. That's that's tall enough. He's not tall enough to do it. He could get bulky enough, but he's just not tall enough. Uh, I could see them. I could see it being more of a of a flashback kind of thing, and they they draw in events from potentially Clone Wars. Yeah, maybe, Um, or or Rebels even. but I, I, I'm hesitant on. Now I, I'm with you. I, I'm excited to see Hayden back playing Anakin Skywalker in any capacity. I just don't know about having Darth Vader in the Obi Wan series. And I know there's the Star Wars podcast I listen to, which is the most listened to Star Wars podcast. They uh, have these wild stuff where they're like, "Well, he could leave." There's nothing that says that he couldn't leave and it couldn't be the that that doesn't have to be the first time you've seen him in 20 years and or however long and i'm like yeah but that's i don't know that's just like fanboy talk where you want to want them to have fought in between and then I, I don't like the idea that they've seen each other at all until they meet up on the death star uh, yeah and the entire idea is that vader does not know that obi-wan is on right Tatooine because he would be able to put it all together right it kind of right. ruins the plot of of what started all of this. Yeah. How, I, how big is the gap uh, time-wise between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope? Uh, it's 18, 18-ish years. Okay. There, there's never, there's not a definitive time. Okay. Because this, this is saying the, the show will be set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Right. So, so um, I, Give or take. I, for the longest time, I had a problem with the idea that Obi-Wan would even leave Tatooine at all. I still don't really like the idea that he would, but I can I can see that maybe for some reason he would have left to do something. And came Could this back. just be him, like, just being uh, an uncle at home with him <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> like, it's just a family sitcom? Well, so I'm going to try to be vague here, Ryan, because this is going to possibly spoil some rebel stuff okay do chief do we think we're getting a live action version of the particular duel that happened on tatooine no because that would be that would still be some some years off from this 
because because rebels because yeah, rebels is like right five before, years before right yeah. and goes yeah goes right up to it um so yeah i don't uh i don't think so maybe who knows the best part about obi-wan other than Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen being in it, is that Deborah Chow, my favorite of the season one Mandalorian season one directors, and uh, also great on several other uh, shows that she's directed on, um, is the showrunner for this. And I think directing every episode. So that's really cool. Um, and I really like her a lot. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, all right, uh, we'll go through these next ones a little quicker because they yeah, might yeah. be a little more obscure in the Star Wars uh, lore. Uh, Bad Batch, which I just watched the first uh, Bad Batch episode today of Clone Wars. Oh, have you, are you already on season seven? No, the the, the season premiere for season ah. three is them going through training. That's not that's, that's right. not the that's same, not the same ones. That's that's not not the same they, they kept saying Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah, that's they're a them. Bad Batch. The name comes from that because okay. they used it there and Filoni liked it. So these others are. So th- are, this will be an animated show or yeah, animated show. Um, I, I'm guessing this is after the Clone Wars, maybe. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, during, it, after. During. Yeah, I think it's probably I see right animated uh, Admiral Tarkin, which is interesting. Right. I think it's right at the end of the Clone Wars. Um, it's It's definitely. I think it's. What's well, supposed to mo- mainly occur after Order sixty six, so um, it'll it'll probably start somewhere towards the end of the Clone Wars, and then um, I, you know what? I bet it starts more or less right after where you leave them in season seven of the Clone Wars, because that's that's okay. where they are. Yeah. Um, um, so that's awesome, right? Yeah. Up next, uh, Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films, uh, celebrates Star Wars Galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators, coming 2021. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about this. So. Yeah, me either. Um, I, you know. Okay. It, it just sure. seems like more content. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's something interesting, because it's not, it's not like American dudes making it. It's, you know. It'll be cool. I bet it'll be a lot I don't know. It's just, it'll be cool to see a different interpretation. I bet it'll, it'll just be kind of like that. It different seems like a lot of what Disney Plus or Disney has been doing with all, all this stuff, not just Star Wars, is that they're reaching out into other cultures. I know there's one show that's supposed to be like set in Colombia, and it's got a whole Colombian production staff. Sure. Um, there's another one that looks like maybe in China, which we don't have to get into the Disney-China relationship. Mm. Um. Uh, <laughs> that I, I there's also a uh, Marv uh, no just a Disney thing where they're partnering with a uh, uh, con- uh, African continental um, yeah uh, uh, production it's company like a sci-fi set in Africa yeah so uh, that, that so so I'm wondering if this is part of that where they're yeah. reaching into well, Japan saying it, well we want to make Star Wars for you too Star Wars is huge in Japan right huge. It's, well, it's to, one, continue, to, to continue to build that relationship, right? And, it's one of the only uh, there's they've had Star Wars celebration here uh, in America. Obviously, they've had it in the UK a few times, and they've had it in Japan, and that's it. So, okay. next uh, looks like Lando Calrissian's getting another show. Or yeah, show? I I don't know if that's I'm assuming that's animated. Uh, that's, so it's saying Lando will return in a brand new event series. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't either. 
Uh, uh, maybe short run because they couldn't get Donald Glover for that long. <laughs> uh, likely. Or, or nice. are they doing it? Um, is it after the end of episode nine? And it could, could be. Oh, that could be him and uh, what's her face uh, trying to find her parents. I don't are doing it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't but know which. That was. It was poorly written in uh, in that movie, <laughs> among other things. Yeah. Uh, another new show coming to Disney Plus called The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. It's interesting. Um, so, so this High Republic thing is a uh, multimedia event thing that they're they're doing. Similar to when Marvel Comics has like a crossover thing in the comics. Um, there's a bunch of books based in it, comics, and now this TV series. Um, I'm not super excited about this event thing. Um, some of the motivations behind it seem poor uh, from a creative standpoint. Um, but, um, I mean, I'll, I'll give anything a chance. Um, the the person running that show, I believe, is the same is the person that Leslie uh, Headland. Yeah, she did uh, Russian Dolls uh, TV show series, um, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure. So the High Republic is uh, several hundred years before the prequels. Uh, you could see a young Yoda. He is part of that uh, whole publishing event. Seen pictures of it. Looks really weird. Um, so I assume we will see a young Yoda in this. Um, and yeah, I think it's you know three hundred years before something like four hundred. I can't I can't remember exactly how many before. Um, so you won't centuries. see you won't see Darth Sidious. That I, that was a question I was asked almost immediately after that announcement. Um, and probably not even Darth Plagueis. Um, y- you'll probably see several generations back of mm. of. Uh, Sith, if, if that's what we get into there. Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus called A Droid Story. <laughs> this epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2 and C, uh, C-3PO. Wonderful. Yeah. Filler, I think. Okay. Uh, Willow, an original series from Lucasfilm, starring Warwick Davis with pilot directed by John Chu, coming in hmm. 2022. That's exciting. Think about that. Yeah. Well, Willow was a Ron Howard film starring mm-hmm. the uh, wonderful in his uh, second best role, Val Kilmer. Uh, his first best. Iceman. Uh, obviously. No. Doc no. Holliday, my friend. Yeah. And it's not close. Iceman. Yeah. Bat- Batman? Uh, he's fine. He was, I like it. I like he was Batman. fine as Batman. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he plays Mad Mardigan in. Uh, uh, this movie scared the bejesus out of me as a three or four year old when I first saw it. Uh, it's it's a good movie. It's a great family movie. Um, at the time, the effects were crazy. That's what scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Some of the crazy effects they had in it. Uh, I, it was supposed to be a, uh, m- a movie sequel or reboot. They didn't really know, but now it's a show, and I'm pretty I'm excited for that. Ron Howard directed it, um, so uh, I don't know if he's involved in production. Sounds like maybe not but it's okay. Getting into the movie side of this. Finally, every, so everything we've talked about has been a TV show. 
or some sort of like limited Disney plus thing. Mm. Uh, there's two movies they've announced. One of them is just untitled development by Taika Waititi. Yeah. That's been in development for a couple of years now. Right. Um, and he, he got to do, was it the finale of season one? The Mandalorian? I believe that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Thor Ragnarok, you know, everybody loves that one. It's one of the best MCU movies generally. He got to write his own death, which is funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we'll honestly that could be five, six, seven years from now. We just sure. we don't know anything I, about it. I assume that's probably twenty twenty two. I mean the fact that they haven't even titled it yet is I I, 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 I say that because it has been in development for a while. They announced that last year that he was working on a project. So I, I would think it's 2023 is the latest. I mean, that's three years away, but it doesn't take them three years to make a Star Wars movie anymore. So, um, the other one though is the first thing I saw out of any of this stuff, other than the the SEC football thing, and that is the Rogue Squadron movie, directed by Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman. Um, uh, a friend of mine pointed out this probably means Wonder Woman um, eighty four, what eighty six, eighty nine. I can't 84. remember eighty four. I should wait. We should know. Um, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> that uh, 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 that probably means that, that movie's really good. Um, Did she I don't direct know if I, a new one as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if I believe that that necessarily means that she's already proven herself as a good director. So the um, one of the be- better uh, women directors in. That in ho- major women directors in Hollywood. Um, I will say if this was one of the few things that they let, you know, the director announce yeah. before Disney put it out. Yeah. I mean, it, it was basically simultaneous, but uh, she put out a really cool video. Yeah. That um, video is awesome. I'm just like basically saying, Oh, you know, I've always wanted to do a movie that was, you know, high Fi- action. And it was like fighter a fighter pilot, pilot movie. Cause my dad was a fighter <laughs> pilot. And like, I didn't know what it was about at first. And then they cut yeah. to the X wings and yeah. oh man, that's, That's really pretty cool. awesome. So, so uh, we're you know running short on time. We need to get to the Marvel stuff. The Rogue Squadron uh, was a game um, on the N sixty four. I had it on PC because I didn't have a console. Um, a lot of people love it. I don't like it as much as the other X Wing games, but um, it it was a it was a really fun game. Um, it had a, a sequel or two, I think. Um, but also before that, Rogue Squadron was a uh, book series. Um, and it was more or less uh, military sci-fi, um, written by Michael A. Stackpole and then later Aaron Austin. There, uh, people love them. I've only read one of them. Uh, of all, I've read every other Star Wars book except for those. Um, but uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I, I'm sure it's not based on that. Uh, the idea, though, of Rogue Squadron was Rogue Squadron, which Luke Skywalker is a part of, and their adventures or misadventures. Um, I, I'm guessing we get the version of it with that Luke Skywalker is no longer with with the squadron. Um, you may we may see a cameo though. That would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it's sort of like um, not the A team because they're not criminals at this point. They're part of the New Republic, but just chasing down and fighting, battling all the warlords that have taken over um, space. So it's I. I I'm I'm excited because I really like Wonder Woman. Um, I I really like that movie, and um, 
I'm, more X-wing content's always good. More X-wing content, right. dude. <laughs> space battles are the, the the one of the things that makes Rogue One so great is the freaking space battle in it. Like that joke is the best. And, and Return of the Jedi space battle is also uh, some some mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, is that uh, that's Marvel? it for Star Wars? Okay, um, and you know I'm just gonna go ahead and skip over all the. Uh, other Disney animation, Pixar stuff, yeah, plenty of good so stuff much, in there. So much That's stuff. jam. But um, the other big thing that kind of fits our mold is all the Marvel content. Uh, first off, being this one we already know about or knew about, uh, WandaVision coming out January fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that, going to be the first like, new thing we're getting out of all this. Uh, uh, after the Mandalorian goes, it off. looks super weird, and I'm I'm into it. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's going to be. I, I don't really know this, but I'm assuming it looks like it's all within Wanda's mind. Yeah. That she creates her own reality right. where she and Vision are married. Yeah. So her right. powers in, in the comics is she can bend reality. And uh, there is a one point in the comics where her, her power just goes way out of control and she bends all of reality. Um, and and sort of does this. She gets married and has kids and has a perfect life while the, the actual reality is turned to crap. So let's hope that's not what happens here, but who knows? Yeah. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Again, we already knew about this. Uh, we've got a date for it, though. March 25th, 2022. Um, directed it's just the by, next Doctor Strange movie. It's going to have WandaVision and Spider-Man pulling into it. Directed so. by? Uh... I know this. You want me to say it? Okay. Yeah, say it. Sam Raimi. Yeah, who directed nice. the first three Spider-Man movies. Um, and The Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, which is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, Ryan, you should watch Army of Darkness. It's great. I've got enough to watch right now, man. That's true. Yeah. Finish up Clone, Wars, Clone Wars to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, is that 2022, you said? Yeah, March 2022. Um, next... And I, I wish they would have put these all in uh, chronological chronological order. order. Yeah. It's kind of like Clone Wars jumping around on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, March nineteenth of twenty twenty one, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, show on coming up on Disney Plus. Super pumped! You can watch a trailer for it right now. Yep, and I mean it seems pretty straightforward. It's just going to be what essentially the continuation of Captain America a, after Captain America is not there anymore. It's a buddy cop show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Riggs and Murtaugh. That's right. Black Widow, the movie that should have come out eight months ago, uh, <laughs> will still be in theaters May 7th, 2021. I'll be there. I mean, if, if the timing on the, uh, on the vaccine is right, that's supposed to be when everybody starts getting the vaccine. So, well, See, that, that ruins my... I wanted to go when there was no one else in the theater. Sure. <laughs> That's why I was kind of mad that they uh, pushed off Dune. I was wanting to go to the big Big D theater and me and like two other people in there wearing masks watching a movie. <laughs> so we're getting a third Disney Plus show uh, in the first half of 2021. Like they are really uh, stacking yeah. these up, making up for lost time. Uh, Loki. Coming, yeah, uh, I was coming in May. I was surprised seen, by how far along that like it was. It's on its way. Yeah. It's almost here. Yeah. And I, I, this is the one I actually did see the preview for. And I, if, if I'm seeing the end of the trailer, right, Loki is DB Cooper. Yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. Right. 
Ryan, I'm not going to explain D.B. Cooper. I know who D.B. Cooper is. Come on. Look, just listen um, to there's a great kid rock song with D.B. Cooper in it. So. Right. That's that's well, how I learned it, about D.B. Cooper, just so you know. Uh, me too. Yeah, to be honest with you. <laughs> so if you're not aware, this is basically supposed to be an endgame when Loki gets the Tesseract and goes into his own little timeline. This is what happens. So looks like he gets universe. caught by the by the time cops is basically what it seems like is happening. Yeah. And is it just me or does Owen Wilson look and even sound like Dennis Hopper in this? Like <laughs> I was getting major I, Dennis Hopper vibes off of. At first, I thought he was Jerry Burns. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, perfect. All right. Next. Um, hey, another 2021 show on Disney Plus. Uh, what if? I'm really excited about yeah. this one. That's the anime. It's not going to be plot heavy. It's going to be a anthology. Every episode's its own little thing. Yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty cool. It I'm, is going to be animated, but they they were able to get all of the you voices. know the voice actors yeah. or the, the the cast members to play their voice. I, I'm not a big like alternate timeline dude in in uh, fiction, but I, I'm I'm excited about this. This yeah. this this could be cool because it's pretty it it's self contained little little things. Right. So. Some of the things they've already shown is like of what if uh, Peggy became the super soldier instead of yeah. Uh, Steve Rogers. So she's Captain Britain. Uh, yeah. Uh, or what if there were uh, like zombie Captain America or something like that? Yeah, I think there's that. I, I, um, I'm thinking some of these are going to be played for laughs and some of them will be more right. serious. So I, I think I just saw uh, the Guardians picking up young Chala. Uh, so Guardian Black Panther mashup. That'd be interesting. nice. Um, oh, man. That means. Oh, that's yeah, going to be. I know. I know. Uh, man, they all did. Right. They did also announce in all of this. They they will not be recasting them, which I think we all knew that. Yeah, um, I assume that. Kind of a good confirmation. Uh, Shang Chi coming in July twenty one. Um, this is pretty much, I guess, already been finished up. Yeah. Um, this will be completely new content, not anything we've seen in the MCU before, yeah. uh, except for the Ten Rings. Wasn't that yes. the criminal organization yes. in Iron Man 1? Right. And, okay. and Ten Rings in the comics is run by the Mandarin. And so the... I'm going to have a really hard time not saying the Mandalorian. The, the, the yeah. thought is here that they may try to... The, a big problem that a lot of big comics fans had with Iron Man 3 was how they did the, the Mandarin there. And some people think that they're going to try to fix that here. I don't know that I believe that, but we'll see. Yeah, because the the early Mandarin is uh, not appropriate for 2020. Yeah, so. yeah, he's not uh, not woke. A little so. bit of a character. Yeah. Um, another Disney Plus show in 21, Miss Marvel. Yeah, like said, this is I think was it the fifth Disney Plus show this upcoming year. Yeah, it's a lot. We're, we're just it's uh, back to back to back. Um, it's about time with these Marvel shows, though, because you know we've gone a whole year with only right, with one, just Mandalorian. one original fiction show. Um, yeah. So, for adults and teens, I should say, there's some kids stuff on there, I'm sure. So, Ms. Marvel, uh, I believe, uh, was the character's name Kamala Khan? They, uh, yeah, she's very new, like in the last like five years. Okay. Five, and they, they cast somebody, a uh, woman named Iman yep. Balani, who yep. does not have an IMDb page. Yeah. This is the only thing on there now. Brand new fresh. Uh, so that's there's, interesting. 
do yourself a favor. Don't look up the controversy over it because it'll make you want to pull your hair out. Oh, is there a controversy surrounding casting for a, <sighs> a Disney yeah. mm-hmm. property? Yeah. And um, who would have thunk? Yeah. Um, uh, the, you know, whatever. I, you know what? I, I know what they're trying to do with the car- with with this series. Uh, they they're tired of having a bunch of whitey out there, and that's fine. Um, people like the character, so I'm fine with them giving them a TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's like we talked about. I think they're they're making a concerted effort to reach out across the globe with all this content. Sure, sure. And uh, the the character, well, actually, here's the thing: Carol Danvers is Miss Marvel to basically everyone that knows comics. Cap- Captain her, Marvel. Her as Captain Marvel didn't happen until five, six years ago, maybe ten now. It, it might have been that long. Um, but, uh, she's Miss Marvel. This is the new Miss Marvel. Um, she's a Pakistani girl from New Jersey, I believe is, is what she is. And she can do all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, uh, and that most recently appeared in the, uh, Avengers, uh, video game that's out. So, well, speaking of Captain Marvel, uh, they've announced Captain Marvel two coming in November of 22. Um, not really any um, casting or plot or anything given here, just that it's going to be coming in 22. Well, they took the best parts of the Captain Marvel movie and put it in its own movie, right? What do you mean? Oh, Se- Secret Invasion. Well, so that's going to be another Disney Plus show, and you're getting right. ahead of me there, Chief. Okay, yeah. Well, um, sorry. That's fine. Sorry. I, can, I can jump around. Secret Invasion will be on Disney Plus. No time given yeah. yet, but uh, starring Sam Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn. Yep, director Krennic himself. From Rogue so that, that's going to be, I guess, the the end of what we saw in Captain Marvel and Spider Man Two. Yeah, where maybe a lot of people are scrolls. Yeah, yeah, but those are good guy scrolls. There might be a bunch of bad guy scrolls, and that would be bad. That would be bad. Um, the Eternals, which is one we've been hearing about for a while, another movie coming out. They didn't put a date on it, but I, isn't that coming out this year or twenty one? Yeah, it, it would have to be because it's it's been done. <laughs> like they they finished it before the pandemic, I believe. Yep. Uh, uh, so not really much plot given here, but they did the whole cast. Um, Keanu Reeves is in it. Is he? Yep. Oh, they didn't even list that, right? Isn't he? In Eternals. I'm pretty certain he's in it. Uh, they, so they listed Richard Madden, Jimmy Chin, Camille Nanjiani, Lauren Ridloff, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. He's in Atlanta, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Selma Hayek, Liam McHugh, Don Lee, Barry, I don't know how to say his name, Kit Harrington, and Angelina Jolie. How are you going to oh. put Angelina Jolie last in that list? Anyways. No. Uh, uh, last I'm seeing is... Uh, from last year he might be in it uh keanu reeves but he has a habit of like making five minute cameos and a lot of stuff these days uh, so yeah he might be adam warlock which would be cool anyway uh uh hinted at in guardians 2 yes if I correctly? okay that guy. uh another disney plus show <laughs> there's what is this like eight nine now this one's not coming in this next year i think they just started filming uh, Jeremy Renner will be back as Hawkeye yep. training Kate Bishop, who will be played by yep. Haley Steinfeld. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that that was confirmed that she was in it. So yes. That's cool. Yep. I like her. So presumably 
this will set up for her to be a character that the new Hawkeye in yeah. future Marvel properties. Sure. Uh, the, the, there's a comic series, um, with her and him in it, um, from, uh, about eight years ago now, I guess, Man, I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, that is excellent. And, but they can't quite do it. Cause in that Hawkeye is just a single dude living in an apartment in New York. And just like doing is random. he Ronin at this point or is he Hawkeye? No, he's just Hawkeye, just doing okay. random. It's a great comic series, just doing random good deeds, hanging out with Kate Bishop. It's cool. Uh, another Disney Plus show, She Hulk. Um, Tatiana Maslany will be Jennifer Walters and She Hulk. Mm-hmm. And they're oh, they're actually going to uh, reference the the Ed Hulk Norton. movie. Cool with Tim Roth coming back as Abomination. Sweet. Okay. Um, nothing really else on. Oh, is, is she going to be defending him in court? Because uh, for those that don't know, uh, She-Hulk is a lawyer. It's kind of like Harvey. Maybe Birdman. Uh, she'll work with yeah. Matt Murdock. Oh, that'd be that'd be sweet. He's rumored uh, to be in that Spider-Man movie. He is. Moon Knight confirmed. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be a movie or no series actually. Series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no casting or anything given there. Secret Invasion, we already talked about. Ironheart, which is something I'm not familiar with. Um, yeah. It says, Dominic Thorne is genius inventor Riri Williams in Ironheart, an original yeah. series about the creator of the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. It's, yeah, it's, meh. It's some of the new stuff that's, meh. I'm new not... Iron Man is just Mandalorian. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle returns as James Rhodes Best in the War Machine in Armor Wars. Uh, yeah, it's basically saying what happened if uh, Tony's worst fears came true and all of his military technology falls into the wrong hands. Yeah, that this is basically ripped straight from a, a comic storyline, more or less. Uh, and and uh, Rhodey becomes Iron Man in that, too, I believe. Uh, one of our listeners out there is probably screaming at me, no, but uh, I think that's what happens in that. That's I would assume for wow. you know clarity's sake, they're just going to have him stay as War Machine. But... Probably. I mean, although it wouldn't be that hard. First episode, he's like, well, I'm Iron Man now. So, Just at the end of the first episode, he uh, throws the note card away and says that he's Iron Man. Is that what's going to yeah. happen? Yeah, sure. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to continue its uh, Star <laughs> Wars special. They're going to get a holiday special. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And I, I think part of this is because they got thrown so off schedule by firing James Gunn and then bringing him back. And it, it would be another couple of years before they could get a movie together. So yeah. they're going to do the holiday special next year with James Gunn with the full cast. That's exciting. Uh, branching off of Guardians, Baby Groot will have his own series of short episodes. I'm assuming this will be more kid friendly. Yeah. Um, yeah, ma- so animated maybe. I'm not really sure. Yeah, only so far you can go with three lines or three words of dialogue. I am. <laughs> Vin Diesel's an amazing actor. I, I'm. I'm really wondering if it's going to be like two two minute things that they show on Disney Channel. <laughs> it would not surprise me if it's uh, similar to the uh, Forky Ask a Question shorts. Yeah, you see, those are hilarious. Uh, or the they they the Galaxy of Adventure. Star Wars stuff that all suck uh, that are on there. Uh, casting confirmation. Uh, we already knew about Thor Love and Thunder, the third Thor movie, or fourth yeah. Thor movie. Um, 
Batman's going to be the bad guy. Should leave uh, there. Val Kilmer again? George Clooney. Uh, George Clooney. No, no, no. Christian Bale will be yeah. uh, the villain Gore the God Butcher. Nice. Pretty metal name. Yeah. Um, that movie's coming out in May of 2022. Blade has been confirmed. Yes. With, uh, Marshall Ali. Uh, Ryan Blade else. was a series of films uh, released in the late 90s and early 2000s starring uh, Wesley Snipes. Uh, and uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes, the exactly. one and only. The one and only. Uh, he was uh, Willie Mays was turned into a va- was actually a vampire the whole time. You didn't know it. And uh, what? Yeah, that's yep. why he was so fast. Yeah, he's a daywalker too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty awesome. When Mahershala does he also go on to be a doctor for like a really drugged out doctor in Boston? Um, no. No, that's a I'm making the leap to Omar Epps. And I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Wait, you mean no. uh, goes on to be the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> there you go. Uh, the third Ant-Man movie has been confirmed, which is... I'm actually a big fan of the Ant-Man movies. It's kind of a weird name, though. Quantumania? Oh, the, um, the, the, the Quantum, quantum realm, I'm sure. Realm. Yeah. yeah. Um, not really sure what they'll do with that, uh, except for they did confirm... Jonathan Majors will be playing Kang the Conqueror, who's a villain. Whoa, he's been thrown what? Around. Did they? Yeah. That's a big effing deal. He's been thrown around a lot for what the MCU is going to do in the future. So oh, they'll bring cow. him in here. Yeah. Now, so they finally that had Kang and Jonathan Johnny Majors. Lee, Johnny Lee Majors? Is that... John, is that, I, don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Johnny Majors. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, yeah, Johnny Majors was, yeah. The, uh, was the former coach of Tennessee Vols Pittsburgh oh, okay. and Tennessee okay. and then you also have uh Lee Majors that's right was a fall guy and also the bad guy in my favorite bad movie of all time Out Cold yes oh my god Out Cold is so oh Ryan Ryan <laughs> you have to see Out that's Cold. that's what we need to do as yes. the next is that uh, our next uh Orange and True Watches oh so yeah um okay I, I know this guy Jonathan Majors uh, Black Panther 2 has been confirmed for 2022. As we said before, they're not recasting Chad, uh, Black Panther as Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I think Leticia Wright is going to Right, up. where Shuri will probably take out the, yeah. that's the, cool. the title. That's happened in the comics before. so that's cool. And then the last thing, I believe, of the day, after, Jeez. like I said, three hours of just tweeting out every entertainment thing. It was, exa- it was literally... It, literally exhausting i was like sweating in my chair and and we didn't know how long it was gonna go i know (laughs) um the last thing they announced uh a fox property that they are bringing back for the third time in the last 20 years (laughs) fantastic four yeah directed by john watts who directed spider-man homecoming yeah okay and 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 the second one whatever it was called far Far from i really i really wanted the and the third one the most recent Fantastic Four to be good mm. because the casting was really good, right? Sure. Exactly. I, and then the movie. I think it was. Not. Well, they, they hired a a, a a bad director. Yeah, the <laughs> name got of the movie's him. going out of my mind right now, but it, Miles uh, Miles Teller Teller Teller. Yeah, he he and Michael B. Jordan had been in a movie with uh 
good. Now everything's gone. It's too late. No, this was the high school musical guy. Zach Efron. Yes. There's a movie with the three of them and it's, it's, it, it, it seems really dumb and it's kind of a rom, it's kind of a rom-com, but it, it, it really was well done. And they had an excellent, excellent chemistry between mm-hmm. the three male leads in that. And I was hoping that when Miles, Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan got cast in Fantastic Four, I like this might be good. And then it kind of came out. I didn't and I was it. trying to look for, you know, give it a week or two to, to get uh, to where I could see it in the matinee, and it was just gone. Yeah, um, it's un- unfortunate what happened in that movie, and and the director because of what happened in that movie, not not because of how bad the movie was, just because of what happened uh, behind the scenes, got fired off a Star Wars movie, and really switched around everything, changed everything that would happen with Star Wars movies uh, when that happened. He was he was set to direct a Boba Fett movie and was was canned um but um i like the version we're getting of him right now so sure me too um yeah i'm glad that didn't happen uh this i don't know i'm i'm i think the pandemic probably helped them push forward uh push push this up a little bit i i think they uh, of the two properties uh that they gained when they bought fox um, which brings everyone but Spider-Man back in house, and they have a you know deal with with Sony and Spider-Man. Um, I figured they get to Fantastic Four first. I I even thought maybe we'll see some hint of them in um, the last two Avengers films. We didn't get that, um, but they Feige is still like, yeah, it, it might be a while before we get to them. But I, I think the pandemic probably helped them in the sense that everything kind of went on pause and they could reassess what everything that they wanted to do. Um, and I guess this shows that they really enjoy working with John Watts because they're doing all this crazy stuff. It, uh, I, I was skeptical about this like multiverse stuff that they're trying to do with the Spider-Man movie. But if they're giving him this, then apparently Feige likes what's happening with that movie. And so, so- can we are we bringing Chris Evans back as Human Torch? Oh, that'd be sweet. Uh, <laughs> Somehow I doubt that. <laughs> no, I doubt, yeah, I doubt that too. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this how this works. Um, is this tied into that multiverse? Like, do they just pop out of the multiverse? They could recast everybody from that awful Fantastic Four movie and bring them back into this. You 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 never know. Um, my my guess is it'll have something to do with that big energy uh, burst that is mentioned in uh, the beginning of uh, Endgame. If you, if anybody remembers that, like they, they can te- there's a huge energy energy burst anywhere where Thanos uses the, the gauntlet or whatever. And my assumption, I, I've thought the entire time, that's how they're going to bring mutants into the, into the universe, but it may be how they bring it. Like maybe that's how the, Fantastic Four get their powers, and um, they probably won't be bringing back Michael B. Jordan. If I had to guess, uh, no, he's already been someone else, right? Um, they which they've said there's been all these rumors that they want to bring him back for Black Panther 2. So, well, he would be in Black Panther 2, assuming Shuri goes to see all the former kings, 
Uh, no, he wasn't. Well, he went through the process. He and he's good. he was a rightful king. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, yeah. If you can bring Michael B. Jordan, then you're gonna bring him in, right? So yeah. So I guess they're they gonna, did kind of make peace with him at the end. They're gonna do a a Tarkin on uh, T'Challa, aren't they? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't even want to think about that, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, wow, that's a lot. We went way long because that was a lot. Well, this is way more exciting than anything else we were going to talk about. So, this yeah, is true. Yeah. Yeah, because we only have the one basketball game and nothing else do? worth talking about. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for what's ahead, and um, I, I, honestly, I was not expecting this at all today. Like, I this this was like a complete surprise to me. Well, and the crazy um, thing is that it was the STC press conference yeah, was the first alert yeah, to hey, something's going yeah, on, something big's happening. And then I forget who connected the dots, but somebody was there like, was a oh, zoom. Well, a, it, could a, it possibly coincide with the Disney investor meeting? Yeah, and then the the SEC tweeted out a thing, or there was the a, Disney a screenshot link. with the Disney Zoom link. In there. Uh, so that was is what they sent to the press, I think. So. How much are we going to beat Memphis by, Chief? Uh, seven. James, dang it! I was going to say seven. I will say eight. I'm, I'm just going to leave it on calling. How about that? This is the way. 